live from our kitchen studio. It's the Dumbass Fantasy Podcast. 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 And live from quarantine, it is the Dumbass Fantasy Football Podcast. My name's Ryan. I'm here with Shane and Andrew. What's up, boys? Hello? Hello? I, I forgot how to do this. Is this, is this thing on? Long. Is this thing on? Hello? <laughs> What's happening, guys? It's been so, so long. I missed you guys. Yeah, we missed you too, man. You uh, you bailed on us last episode. We're True. seem to be I doing like this you. at a you monthly clip right day. now. Yeah. I did smell like shit. <laughs> we're still in quarantine, too. Kind of. I mean, yeah. we're moving to phase four here in Illinois, but uh, it doesn't feel. It doesn't. We're feel gonna like go it. backwards. This ain't gonna yeah. end well. <laughs> it just doesn't. Feel like <laughs> oh no! This country's in uh, shambles. Yes, uh, shambles. this country is in shambles uh, for good reason. It wouldn't be right of us not to talk about <laughs> the state of the world right now. I mean, we talked about COVID ad nauseum, like whatever. Everyone's talking about COVID. We're all we're all dealing with COVID in our own ways and lockdown. But now we've got uh, people taken to the streets after uh, the murder of George Floyd up in Minnesota. Uh, we've been seeing a lot of action from the people and uh, a lot of non-action from the politicians. Uh, this podcast (laughs) is pro black lives matter for sure oh 100 percent. i mean anybody who's not can suck my dick from the back go ahead fail to understand that all lives matter Uh (laughs) we know that we know we know there's not every single life matters Uh, but during these tough times for sure you know, no, it's, uh, it's, fuck the police, fuck 12, a cab, all, <laughs> all right, all that shit. <laughs> okay. uh, all right, <laughs> I, uh, but I will say, it's a weird time f- from my personal experience. <clears throat> I went to school to become a cop, <laughs> and then I learned how the system works, and I said, fuck that. So now I have a useless degree, <laughs> and uh. <laughs> Just what is it like majored in cops? Criminal justice. <laughs> oh yeah. And now I have uh since for years now I've just hated the police and all they stand for. Uh we could talk about this forever. I could at least. I don't know about you guys, but uh you I should... sure could. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on yeah, Twitter, sure not could, yeah. Ryan Davidson. You can see some of my tweets. Yeah. But uh yeah, but, uh, we we uh Black Lives Matter, we stand with the protesters. Uh I wish I would. You know, the shitty thing about uh, protests during COVID is I'm technically uh, high risk with uh, asthma or whatever. Yeah. So, like, if it was just COVID or just cops using tear gas on protesters, I'd be out there. If it was one or the other. But the fact that there's two <laughs> cops using literal war crime tactics on American citizens gassing them and then also a deadly virus that affects your respiratory system it's hard yeah i know what you mean uh rest in peace george floyd let's talk about some football uh recent news cameron newton joined the new england patriots a move that surprised everybody uh, 
<laughs> I, I can. I, I'm gonna start adding them in posts. I'll do that. Uh, it's about that. time. I mean, it's about time he got the job, man. Because yeah, I kind of forgot about him. It's he a was alive. Yeah. It, a, go ahead. Get a job. Jameis got a job, mm-hmm. and it's just like he he hit a point where no one wanted him. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to take this to IG. He's like, I'm going to start working out every fucking day, posting it every day using that weird ass like language he uses. And yeah, his his app that you have to pay like $2.99 yeah. to download. And to be honest, like I started I started feeling the hype too. Like I'm like, damn, I could see Cam Newton coming in there fucking killing it with the Patriots and getting a fat ass contract next season. Like I could see Just that. Whipping his freaking peen out. He's knocking Jared Stidham right in the mouth with it. He's like, <laughs> <out> <laughs> he's like a tough, arrogant bastard, and he like he knows. Like I just I have a feeling that he knows he's gonna do well. He's gonna put up numbers. He's gonna get wins. He might not, you know, get a Super Bowl out of it, but like I think he's gonna put some numbers up and he's about to get a fat contract and rub it in all of our faces that said Cam's washed because of his foot or some other injury. Hey, I've been pro Cam since Carolina released him. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I wanted him or Jameis on a Steelers so, so freaking bad. Jameis, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that could yeah, that could either either. They're both. I mean, on they're both on one year deals. Yeah, that yeah. could definitely happen. Yeah. But uh, from a from a dynasty standpoint, which one would you rather have? If you can only have one, I think I would rather have uh, maybe Cam just because he's between who. Uh, Jameis and Cam because they're both on a one-year deal. I'm taking Cam all day. At least you'll get use out of him this year. What if what if what if Jameis learns how to be a quarterback in New Orleans, takes that job? Hey, he got his eyes fixed, bro. He got his eyes fixed. Like he's got the arm. If he learns decision-making skills and yeah, he walks. He's got the talent, and he walks in with Camara, Mike Thomas. Oh boy. Oh That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, this is probably Breeze last season, right? Just imagine if Breeze like just rubs off on him. You know, not the racist stuff, but the yeah. other stuff. Especially yeah, yeah Breeze you know, fucking dumbass about uh, kneeling on the flag or whatever. Like, dude, how <laughs> how tone deaf are you? Yeah, but he's a good quarterback. So I mean, I guess. Can, but if he's not going to respect the fact that. His true. entire team surrounding him is uh, true, literally black, like the blackest yeah, team like, in the NFL. Literally and in New Orleans, he's in New Orleans, one of the blackest cities in the country. <laughs> and then you've he's got. Just, I mean, if he would have said that at any other time, it probably would have got some backlash. But it would have been like, whatever, he's a racist, like fuck. Yeah, yeah it's like whatever, he's an idiot. But, but then the fact that said it now was in the middle time, of civil unrest, and he's still like. I'll never respect anybody who uh, disrespects this country or this flag. Shut up, like, you hillbilly he- fuck. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what were you going to say, Andrew? But, I mean, yeah, it's just terrible timing, and he's an idiot for it. <laughs> it was bad timing, yeah. At least lie but, about it. Like, just lie. Yeah. Like, you see celebs say dumb shit all the time. And like, they, like, say, say, like, political stuff or whatever just because it's the right thing to do. And, like, you know they don't give a shit either way. But at least they're they're yeah. parroting the words. Breeze, duh. So maybe Jameis takes over day one. What do you say? What do you think? Yeah. That'd <laughs> no. be cool. I doubt could, it would happen. I would really, I really, really, really want to see Jameis succeed. I love him. Yeah, he's a cool dude. 
I mean, besides that sexual assault stuff he had a while back, but he's a cool dude. When he robbed that place of crab legs? Was that what it was? I thought it was a sexual assault and a cab driver. Did Uber he sexually assault a cab driver? Way. He has like a bunch he was of, like, little, of it? little Zeke things, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see Zeke said he got he was high on a... Um, like IG live. No, like it was that. on he Twitch. He was playing fucking Warzone, which we want to play right now instead of doing this podcast. I'd love to play Warzone. And he yeah. was like, he was drinking, and he's like, he he ends the game. He's like, oh man, I'm kind of faded right now. And then TMZ took it and ran with it. it was like Zeke was high on stream. <laughs> it's like, and he's allowed to. He's like, yeah. It's one. It's the off season. Two. Who cares? Let the yeah. man smoke. But he wasn't. He was just drinking. Whatever. I could, I'm not getting into Zeke yeah. stuff, man. So let's get back to what we were on. Scam Newton. Cameron Scammerin Newton in New England. Like I said, this was the move that nice. surprised everybody only because of how long it took. <clears throat> Everyone was yeah, projecting I mean, I him we, to go there. I think. Yeah, I think we gave up hope on him after it's been, what, like two months? I think we kind of said... All right, maybe he's not going to New England. Yeah, well, we, Belichick's going to Belichick. Like, they were, like, entrenched. Yeah. I mean, yeah, personally, personally, I was kind of calling it from the beginning that he was going to go to to the Patriots, but everyone was just like, yeah, they don't – like, they have a system and stuff like that. And I think Cam is going to follow the system of Bill Belichick for this year because he wants to get that contract. So? Yeah. Because he, See, he – I mean, he wants money. He wants I don't think money. Cameron – Cam can – shine in a Belichick system he's all about scrambling and running unless he stops running because of like because that's what caused his last injury but he's had injuries before and he bounces back usually great he's definitely gonna run a lot less but I, I still think he's gonna do well enough to to get a contract but I mean I think if at the end of the day you look at the Patriots and they're like their defense is ready to win like they they, yeah. they don't have That's a they like they don't have a year to to tank and then get Trevor Lawrence like they don't have that kind of time so it's just like you knew they were gonna bring somebody in or Stidham wants a real deal you know the, either or the, I agree with the defense the defense is that's a small window you've got there but okay on offense you've got Cam Newton then you, what Juliet Edelman is the one and then what you got Nikhil Harry. Sony. But, I mean, think of all the guys that Cam Newton has had in the past, and he's made them relevant, like uh, Kelvin Benjamin, Devin Funches. You know, these guys that were DJ. Moore. They went to other teams without Cam Newton. They were, they were uh, scrubs. They weren't very good on other teams. I guess Cam Newton, yeah, has so, that capability to elevate his players. He also did have Christian McCaffrey for a while. <laughs> But he did have that MB, he did have that MVP season. Like he is talented, Heisman yeah. winner. Like he's a stud, Super Bowl quarterback. Know? But I think we put a lot of stock into that shoulder injury. But I think he was saying that it was more of his leg or his it was foot his foot. He fucked like up his that. foot. Like he broke his foot, and I remember he like he went to Frank. that. Oh, is that what? Isn't that oh, what? Yeah, uh, it was Liz Frank. Yeah, is what, that what it's called? Yep. Who has that right now? Um. Uh, oh, Debo, right? Oh, yeah, Debo. That's no, he, he has, has a right? Jones fracture. Oh, Jones. Yeah, he has fracture. a Jones fracture. So, the Liz, yeah. yeah, Jones, yeah, you can get... The Liz Frank's a bad one. Like, that's... that's yeah, a, and you that's could tell, like, injury. when Cam was out there, he was just static. Like, he wasn't moving. He wasn't, you know, scrambling yeah. at all. Yeah. And, uh, 
I guess if he did have a shoulder injury yeah. compounded on that, like, yeah, you he know, did, they could yeah. take a shot that fixes up no problem. But the thing you're standing on right there, like, you're, you're damn I think a lot foot. of people view him as injury prone, though. I think a lot of people are saying, oh, he's injury prone. He's, he's a rushing quarterback. They get hurt. But he's a gamer, though. Like, I did listen to a podcast play Warzone? talking about. Gamer. <laughs> I listened to a podcast and they talking about his shoulder injury, like how everyone was saying, like this this shoulder was like hanging on by a thread, like that's how bad it was. Like it was him wanting wow. to be like, nah, I could do this, like. But his yeah. he was literally his shoulder was no longer gonna be there, so it's just. So I have so I'm hearing he has the commitment. Listen yeah. to his, listen to how he ended the season from 2011, his yeah, first geez. season. He was the quarterback three, four, three, seventeen. One seventeen, two thirteen, and then fifty one last year. Well, that's I, a stud. That's an absolute. Stud. I mean, like saying his floor is QB seventeen, I guess really is. Yeah, that's yeah. And then I'm now you, I'm taking them. You're moving from the ass Carolina offense to, well, just ass Carolina system to the New England system. That's yeah. good. I still, my only thing I still have doubts about is one, the weapons, which, yeah, sure, he may do in uh, Carolina, but I feel like it's different here. Like, these guys aren't probably going to go on and do much after this. They're all old, except for Nikhil Harry. Or, yeah. and then two, just the system. It's, <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem like the well, system for Cam. Well, okay, so what does this mean for Nikhil Harry? Does that mean he's, he's going to be. Uh, worse is he better stay the same because this is going into his third year right and he was a first round pick so he's he not was like, he's not a scrub year. this year. is his second year, year. Yeah. i think i'm i'm actually i'm coming up on Nikhil harry right now i mean uh, i, I, I like really Nikhil like harry a lot in last year's draft uh in last year's rookie draft i think if brady were still here he'd be way better but with cam instead of stidham He's definitely going to have an improvement because you saw him at the end of last season when he finally came off that foot injury. He was catching touchdowns, man. He was out there. He's a big dude. Yeah. Oh, Harry? Yeah, isn't Harry like, like uh, I don't know, I'm going to guess 6'3"? Nikhil yeah, Harry is 6'4". Gosh, damn, he's a big man. He's Canadian. All right, guys. Who would you guys rather have in a dynasty startup? Your mom. Oh! Cam <laughs> Cam Newton, Cam Newton or Gardner Minshew? Ugh. Well, let me tell you something first off before I answer your question. So this news broke in the middle of a slow draft. So this guy in this league pretty much drafted Cam Newton in a startup draft in round uh, 10. Uh, I would rather have Cam, I think. I think he's going to do better. I think he has more, of a, more upside than uh, Minshew. Yeah. How about Cam or Jimmy G? Jimmy G. <sighs> That's. Yeah. I'm gonna give you guys a comment. In I'm the give first one, I'd probably take Cam. In this one, I'd probably still take Cam. Is this a one QB say. league? I gotta take Cam. Yeah, I gotta take Cam. That's just two. This is two. Yeah, but still. That's um, how we do. How about Sam Darnold? I'd, I'd take Darnold. Darnold. Okay, so I think that's where the tier breaks. Where it's Sam that's Darnold? Where, so where where, breaks, where yeah. is Sam Darnold in? Uh... Sam Darnold ADPs. Round six. Yeah, but what could be off the board? Is he? Oh, uh, he's probably what the eleventh QB. I'm not even seeing Darnold on this website. What Darnold? I mean, I'm I'm just going off of sleeper how it's going right now, and it looks like he's roughly the twentieth quarterback. 
Wow. That's a steal, dude. I'd love to have Sam Darnold. Yeah. And right now, I mean, all the drafts going on are usually dynasty drafts, so. Yeah, did you see did you see Sam Darnold's like numbers last year when he came back? They weren't bad. He's fine. He I mean, terrible. Bro's 23 years old though. Like he's, he's young, young and he's strong. on the Jets. He's I mean, they they've been making moves and stuff. So like right, with Kendall O line too. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Would you rather have Jared Goff or Cam Newton? Jared Goff. I much I, I love Jared Goff this year. That. I want him so much in every league. I, love I don't Jared want him Goff. so much, but if I like if he falls to me, I'm looking at oh, yeah. 2020 ADP right now for uh, PPR. You've got Where's he going? Tannehill and Garoppolo at the beginning of the 13th. This is a one QB. And then at the end of the 13th, you have Goff and Cam Newton back to back. So like Goff yeah. and Cam Newton. That's not, I mean. You got Baker early 12. Then you got behind them Kirk Cousins and Phillip Rivers. So it gets slim once you get past Cam Newton, really. Well, is there is there any any chance whatsoever that Stidham is still the guy? Any chance? I don't. Yeah, I don't hell. think so. I, I don't. Mean, what think if Cam so. gets injured? Okay, barring barring injury, yeah, I think Cam is the full injury. full season starter. I think they, if they even didn't if, give him any money at all, they don't have <laughs> any money. I mean, why? Yeah. Why would you though? Like no one was gonna give yeah, him any more. It's a one year yeah. deal. I think. I think even if Stidham. If he gets injured, something Stidham won't be successful. I just don't think he's that good. He didn't produce in college. Why would he produce in the NFL? Under Belichick, <sighs> anything can Tom happen. Tom Brady. Did Tom, Tom Brady, Brady produce in college? Yeah, yeah, he produced. He produced in college. He had. He had. He had good okay. numbers. Well, remember in college he was. It was he. He was. He was. No, I don't guys. remember when he's in college. I yeah. was too. <laughs> well, I saw that. I watched that thirty for thirty, and he was. He was competing with like a really high end prospect. And they were basically playing one quarter each, and whoever did better in that quarter would play the second half. So it's like his number. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he did that for like for a lot of games in his in his last season. So it was just it was one of those situations. His numbers didn't actually like tell a story. Brady or Stell? Oh, wow. That was Brady. Kind of yeah, Brady. I don't know. I forget the other quarterback that was there. Drew Bledsoe. Who would you rather have? No, it wasn't. Who would you rather have, Andrew? On your, on your team, you like the Bears. So, what? Which team do you like now? I forgot. Which one are you on now? I'm on the Broncos currently. I'm thinking about <laughs> okay, the Eagles. He's on the Broncos. Would you rather, let's say you're a Broncos fan, would you rather your quarterback be Jared Stidham or Mason Rudolph? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I have to say Stidham. it's really hard because Stidham <laughs> is such an unknown right now. Like, we don't know anything I, about him. I think him, you have really. to go with the unknown. I would you I would probably take the unknown over Mason Rudolph. A QB <laughs> behind so a QB who can't do well so behind bad. the Steelers O line is not a QB you want. Yeah. yeah he, he was bad. I watched his tape last year and he was bad. That's probably the <laughs> reason why my breakout candidate is my breakout candidate. Hey, we're saving that for later. With Mason. Relax. And, I didn't say who it was. It could be anybody. So we're done talking about the Patriots. Let's move on to where the Patriots QB ended up, Tampa Bay. I just want to know how you Tampa guys Bay. feel uh, about Brady's, we'll say this season in Tampa Bay. I think he's going to have a great season. Yeah. Who, 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 who does better, Cam in New England or Brady in Tampa? Oh Brady! Oh my gosh, by far. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so too, man. I th- it just it just has he has the weapons. I don't think Tom Brady is that washed up. I mean, he's old, but he can still throw the ball. You know, it's, yeah, he's it's, chuck it. He's pretty. Is he's a healthy ass dude, like, and he's behind. I him. would go for it. I, I would say that one of just one of the weapons in uh, Tampa Bay is probably better than all the weapons in New England combined. I'd rather. I think Mike Evans is better than. Everybody giving them a I agree. Godwin. I agree with that. I, I even a banged up Gronk. I feel like I old think, Gronk. I guess old. Whatever. Yeah, I mean Brady Loki has the chance to be a top five quarterback this year. Like I think he of, will be. Like especially Rejeff. Like one of those, one of those Peyton Manning. Like one of his last seasons when he broke through like crate had just was crazy efficient because he was a good quarterback on a really good team. It he could have one of those seasons. I still have my reservations about Brady in Tampa because, yeah, he's older. He's learning a new offense, and I still firmly believe that Tom Brady is a system quarterback. And yeah. uh, that New England system, I'm sure yeah, he's going to bring a lot of his tricks down to Tampa Bay. I don't yeah, know if Cam's going to do better, but I I don't think I definitely don't think Brady's a top five QB this year. Top ten, maybe. Maybe, but his ce- Tampa's a decent system. But it's not his like the. Okay, with his tools, his ceiling is is number one. Six. His ceiling is number one. Number six. Yeah, he could be number one. No, there's no he way he'll be number one behind. There's no way he, he beats out but Lamar his ceiling, Mahomes. His even his the, ceiling. His ceiling is not I one. So, I think so. I think. No. I think he could. I think he could have a crazy good season. Dude, Rojo. So he has uh, Rojo too. Come on. He has weapons. Sean, he's and, got weapons, dude. And they also got another offensive lineman, so their offensive line is even better. Yeah. It's going to be interesting like, to see. I think there's a, there is a world in which he could be the number one quarterback. I don't think he's going to be, but he definitely could be. I do him. not think there's a world where Brady is the number one quarterback this year. People are saying well, – you're wrong. All people, right? are comparing, wrong. people are comparing to this this team like – the Browns a year ago when we were so hyped on them. Yeah, look what like, happened there. But they have a quarterback wow. that doesn't make mistakes. The Browns had well, the Browns are bad. A child as a quarterback. While the while the Bucks have you know they get a man, one of the smartest big, players, ever. strong man. Yeah. So, I think it's gonna be fun. The it'll be fun to watch. Good thing we get zero Tampa Bay games in Chicago. I sort of got. I need football like to happen. Obviously, with this whole issue with COVID, I will cry. I think I will. You cry. mean the hoax? No, yeah, <laughs> it, I will literally cry. I, luckily for football, I will they, probably cry too. Luckily for football, we have they have the mistakes that baseball and basketball are about to make. Like, I feel worse for baseball and basketball even happening. I I, I could see another outbreak happening, but football is still far enough that even if we have another issue, there's still a possibility football can start. I want to believe you. I really want it to happen. I think I've I've talked about this on Twitter, at least, that I am very scared that we're not going to have an NFL season. Because all it's going to take... Are you okay today? All it's going to take is... All it's going to take is one high-profile player, like, in season. Like, Zeke is a high-profile player who has it now. One guy to be like, oh, shit, I'm never going to play at the level that I was playing at before. 
just like that. Yeah. Every agent pulling all their guys, and then boom, game over. Yeah, you're right. The NFL has the ability. Because, the NFL has the ability not to pay these guys though. You know, similar well, it, similar to because, baseball. I'm sorry. Yeah, similar to baseball and stuff like that. Like the players under this new agreement, like they have power, but they don't have that much power. NFL has the biggest hold on their players. Well, for they, with the with the CBA, the 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 guys who get the what the fuck are you doing, Shane? Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> eating, eating, Sorry. Eating, eating crackers over there? No, I dropped something. You so. conveniently turned off your video. <laughs> <laughs> Rustling in the I'm garbage sorry. can. I'm trying to talk. <laughs> Forgot what I was going to freaking say. He's fixing a car right now. <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> about the CBA. Uh, the the CBA, is, yeah, yes. CBA. The CBA. It gives... It, it takes a lot of power away from rookies, but it gives... Um, that's much more power. But like the teams at the end of the day can choose whether or not to pay them if they're not playing. You know, that's what the big issue with baseball is having right now is like they're getting paid for 60 days. They want to get paid for more than 60 days. Or yeah, 60 which games. I agree. They should get paid. But I, when it comes to this, like if they like, look, it's either get paid your $10 million for one year or risk losing your entire future career. For the rest of your life, so I'm telling you, man. As as crazy as it sounds, like right now, I've right like right now, we are seeing in baseball some people are choosing not to not to play these said these sixty games, but well, it's just like there's not that many. Like, I think baseball is the one sport that's okay to play because you're already social distancing when you're playing the damn game. With football, right. it's dudes literally making out. You're spitting. There's spit flying. There's germs flying out. <laughs> like they're yeah. bleeding sweats getting everywhere like dog yeah. i don't i mean i think i think the only thing that'll stop football is too. like a major major outbreak they're gonna be testing so often that it's just like they're gonna be able to catch it and i think even if people get covid they're gonna keep playing like it's as weird as it sounds unless it's major major like two or three guys getting it they're gonna keep playing like that's how I stupid America that, man. is. I'm telling you, man. It's it's. We could have if America just fucking took this right. We could have. We could have yeah. beaten it. It's already been beaten, like all over Europe and Asia. And now we're still we're getting more. We're we're in a worse po- spot now than we were at any point. It's only getting. And worse. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I mean, I get it. Well, I can tell. I can speak a lot on that. But yeah, there's a. Well, they don't know exactly what it like what it does to your body long term, and they're saying that. Well, I'm hearing I don't know what you know. I'm hearing that it could have permanent damage on your lungs. Absolutely. So, like you were saying, you could you could fuck up your whole life. Like, you know, breathing is really important. <laughs> Moderately sports, important, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't breathe. You can't play right. You can't play right. You're not going to get paid. They're going to drop you. Yeah, it's true. a clusterfuck. God forbid uh, someone dies. God forbid yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you think? Like a death would one hundred percent shut it down, but I don't think it would get yeah. that far. Like one high profile player gets sick, can't play at the same level anymore. Tom Brady game over. Oh, dies. if Brady gets sick, the NFL's done forever. They, <laughs> they lose their minds. <laughs> Football is canceled. All right, let's uh, let's let's go on to uh, we we you guys brought him up before we started talking about COVID uh, the the Bucks with Rojo and Keyshawn Vaughn. 
We've yeah. got we're gonna yeah, sorry, I should have I should have teed that up better. Let's talk about rookies and their uh rookie running backs coming into contested backfields. Yeah. Oh so Ooh. this so this year in the draft, one thing we did see is there's tons of running backs that went into backfields that already have a semi-established player. I know obviously when you draft a rookie, there's usually somebody there, but like in these situations, yeah. it's an actual like issue that we're seeing, you know. It's not like when Saquon got drafted, he was like, Yeah, we knew that. We knew yeah, from day one. Yeah. When when Josh Jacobs came in the league, we knew he was the number one for the Raiders. Like we knew that. You know, these yeah. were to talk about it's it's this a little year is much different. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Rojo yeah. and Keyshawn Vaughn first since we, we were already kind of mentioning it. Okay. Um, yes. This I here's my take. I don't like either of these fools. <laughs> uh, I like that. Andrew, speak on it. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, I've always been kind of on the Rojo train. I kind of just always kept him on. He was always like a late pick for me uh, in our dynasty yeah. league. I hold him. You know, everyone shits on him, which is which. I mean, you're right. It's true. The first season he had was arguably the worst season a rookie running back has ever had like he averaged less than two yards a carry that's how bad it was <laughs> um but everyone is on this Keyshawn train but you look at ronald jones last year <clears throat> bro average yeah. 4.2 yards a carry had almost 200 carries and he's going into it like he's going into this year where Payne barber's gone they got a rookie in Keyshawn vaughn i just don't see that they're going to give the backfield to Keyshawn. i think i think everyone's sleeping on rojo and everyone's taking Keyshawn pretty early, earlier than well, Rojo. Here's the question. Uh, how Keyshawn. good is Rojo with blocking? Is he a good blocker? Because I feel like that team right now, they're they're focusing on Tom Brady this year. I mean, that's like at least with all the hype feels like. It's like Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that. Yeah, I, but Tom Brady likes to throw to his running backs. Block for Tom Brady. I mean, are they gonna let a rookie block for Tom Brady? Well, didn't or is he gonna be like a James White? Didn't kind of Rojo have an issue where he missed a big block? Exactly. Early, early yeah. in that season, he missed a read, and he got benched. Yeah, like, and that's, oh, yeah. you're gonna get benched even harder if you let Tom Brady take a hit. Exactly. So that's why he's like all off season, all all the shit you've been hearing from Rojo. He put on an extra ten pounds muscle <laughs> and working on that stuff. Um, who do you but, guys think's being drafted higher at the moment, Ronald Jones or Keyshawn Vaughn? I thought Keyshawn, but they're probably pretty Keyshawn. Cool. They're pretty much Ronald Jones is seven oh five, Keyshawn Vaughn's seven oh eight. So they're basically oh, okay. really. I'm yeah. surprised. I still. I would I, take them both. <laughs> well, I guess you can't. Honestly, <laughs> reach. I don't want any part of this backfield. I don't want any part of the Buccaneers' entire offense. Like, I have Ronald Jones, but I'm keeping him because his value is so low right now that no one would ever pay anything for him. So I was like, I might as well keep him, see if he does something. Um, but just. I, I feel like a fool for not getting that deal off of you now, Andrew, because I, I like Ronald Jones now. Took some convincing, yeah. backed him around. Yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I think he has a good opportunity for sure. Can he fuck it up? Yeah, sure. But, oh, 100%. But Everything does... about the Buccaneers' offense scares me this year because you don't have that gunslinging. Jameis Winston that made two of the most uh, efficient yeah. fantasy receivers in the game, yeah. Godwin and Mike Evans. Brady's not going to have that much. Uh, Brady's not going to chuck it as much as Jameis. So 
Guys like right. like if you if you pick a Mike Evans or a Chris Godwin, you better hope he's the right one. Like one of them's gonna hit. My my I money's on Godwin. That is that Jameis was a slinger, but a very inaccurate slinger. You know. True. So will it will it be a little more efficient targets? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but I I back to Rojo and Vaughn. I think this is. First crack will be Rojo. It's his to lose. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. It's, it's his, his to, lose. to lose. That's a good way to put it. That backfield yeah, is I Ronald like Jones I'm to lose. Saying that from <laughs> it's his to lose. So like that's that's kind of where he's <laughs> like at. That. He could he could kill it. Like there's a you could see you know with Bruce Arians like well, is he gonna let a rookie get in there right away with Tom Brady? Maybe not. You know probably so not. You could see Rojo do really well, but obviously you could all see him lose it. We're all fucking wrong. Uh, Dare Agumbawale is an RB1 of this whole season. <laughs> Just crushes it. It's great, Camara. man. Great, man. <laughs> all right, let's move on to another contested backfield. Uh, how are you guys feeling about the Rams? Cam Akers coming I in to already crowded backfield with Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson. Um, what... What do you think? I think his, I think Acre's situation is probably the worst. Uh, I would say he probably has the clearest path to be a starter earlier than the rest of these no. guys. No, Jonathan dude, Taylor, know. dude. Ch. Mm. I don't know, man. We're gonna talk I, about those guys. Yeah, I think, I think Cam Akers. You're right. I think he could have the best season out of all of them, possibly. You know, not not necessarily the best season, but I think he could be like taking the lead role faster than J.K. or C.H. or Swift or Taylor or Keyshawn, because you've got Malcolm Brown, who last year was just a touchdown vulture. And then with the fact that they drafted Cam Akers makes me believe that Daryl Henderson isn't really the answer, even though I still my fingers are still crossed for him. I like him a lot, but. I, that's why yeah. I think Cam c- could easily be a, a 60-40 with uh, Malcolm and Henderson both taking 20 and then, you know, 20 of that 40 and then Cam's a 60. Yeah. I think Terrell, he was drafted in the third, so he has good draft capital, and I think they liked him. But it's just, I think... He can't, I, he can't stay healthy. That's his Aker, issue. Yeah, but Akers comes in with second-round draft capital. I think he's super talented. Like, I think the only thing that's going to hurt just that backfield in general is that offensive line. You know, he their biggest issue last year was the offensive line. They didn't do shit. Yeah, they didn't, didn't, do didn't yeah. help. That's why we saw such a down year from Gurley last year and just, you know, arthritis in the knees or whatever. But, but do you know who um, who played with the worst offensive line in college football? Cam Akers. He yeah, goes I was going to say Cam line. Akers is kind of known one. for that. You know, so thing, go ahead, Cam. Okay. The thing about the Rams, um, I keep hearing in the back of my head when they're saying, we don't care about fantasy. We don't care about fantasy. I don't. I just. I, don't I know think that was a, that was just girly. Guy. That was girly. <laughs> yeah, was that just girly? Yeah, because like he took a knee in front of the end zone at one one game. Oh yeah, because he uh, he's oh like, we needed to win. Like, I don't care about fantasy. Like, that was girly. Clock, basically, yeah, that was all. That was girly's thing. I don't know if the Rams co-opt that. Like, I don't know what Jared Goff even knows what fantasy football is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just think that <laughs> just no surfing and football. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Solid. I think Henderson. I just think Henderson's talented. Acres is like twice as talented. Exactly I why I think that. he because he's he's got two meh guys 
like Akers has, is going up against two meh guys where he could easily step over and take the the lead share. Yeah, I think I think from day one he's gonna get a higher share, and if he succeeds, I think towards the end you'll see him kind of take it over. I uh, I, I will say the, trying to um, predict what happens with all rookies really this year is yeah. much more difficult because these guys aren't no getting the practice. Yeah, like they're yeah. not out there with the team practicing. Like around this time every year, usually we're going to see like, oh, all right, here's what they're playing with this guy. Here's what playing with this guy. And now it's just like, hey, uh, we might be able to practice in a month. Yeah. So that is true. it's hard, but that's that's my 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 prediction. Yep. Uh, let's move on to your boy, Andy, Drew, Jonathan Taylor. I think he is the best running back in this class. I think he has the best chance to be the starter. And he's I... Playing I don't know. I think, I think they're going to give Marlon Mack a pretty decent First share at the try. beginning, but I think towards the middle to the end, they're like, bro. Jonathan Taylor is one of the best running backs to come out ever and behind this offensive line. Like, <laughs> ever. Makes, literally he, ever. He just makes our team better. Like, I just, I, I, I think they're going to give him, I think they're going to give Marlon Mack kind of like the veteran, even though he's not old, like the veteran crack and just like, you know what? Take it. But as the season are goes, you, uh, are you, become, are you becoming a Colts bandwagoner now? He's been a Colts, man. He went I'm to kinda, school yeah, there. I went to, Yeah, I kind of went to college in Indiana. The Colts are just a boring team. Like, they're, they're in my team, but they're just kind of boring. But I think Jonathan Taylor just spices it up and is just a really, really good running back. The only thing is that I don't think he's going to have that PPR value because of Naeem Hines. Like, he is a good pass catcher. True, 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 true. Exactly, but but, yeah. Naeem Hines is not going away. They pretty much said so. They love yeah. him. They've already said, yeah, Naeem Hines is going anywhere. And I don't think Marlon Mack's going anywhere relatively with any well, with any speed. Well, the thing is, is uh, Marlon Mack is on his last year of his contract. Exactly. So, he a free so agent. he's on the last year of his contract, as in he'll be he'll be off his contract at the end of twenty twenty season. Is that what you mean? Right. Yeah. So, so they are going to they are going to use they are going to run him into the ground because I don't think that I think they're gonna they're gonna they're definitely gonna share it. They're gonna give Jonathan Taylor the some work. I'm, and I think he's going to win it out by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be one of those guys. If you draft, you're not going to see him do shit until like he's not going to put relevant numbers until mid to late season. I would say late season, at best. Let's see. Jonathan Taylor's going. Oh, his ADP Round right five, now yeah. is early Three. four. Early four. Yeah. I, was gonna say, yeah. I said fifth. Four oh three right now. All right. Yeah, let's see who. So talented. Guys going before him. I, I can't take him there. I can't take him there. Right here, let me let me tell you guys going after him. Singletary, Raheem Mostert, David Montgomery, Oof. Mark Ingram, Kareem Oof. Hunt, Oof. Akers, Swift, Damian Williams. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather have Taylor to be honest. Other maybe maybe one of the other rookies, but I'd rather have Taylor than than those guys to be honest. You'd rather have Taylor than Mark Ingram. Yeah. Then Devin Singletary? Then Devin yeah. Singletary? Yep. Right. Right there. Guys right. going before right. Taylor, you got Chris Carson, James Conner, Le'Veon Bell. Like these are the the end of the RB1. Sounds sitch. about right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I think I'd rather have Taylor before those guys, to be honest. Or, I mean, 
talking redraft, of course. At yeah, this yeah, stage. we're just talking redraft right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is redraft. I, I, yeah. I, I'd I rather just... have him in dynasty for sure. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh for definitely, because sure. yeah, the future is bright for Jonathan Taylor. I just think this year, twenty twenty, there's a lot of hurdles he's got to jump through to uh, to take that the bulk of the the carries. But, but I'm telling you, man, if you see if you see him get fifty, if he ever gets fifty targets a year, bro, he is going to put up top five RB numbers. It's definitely really just I don't think yeah. this year. <laughs> no, 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 not not this year for sure. All right, let's go to the the guy being drafted right after him, DeAndre Swift, coming in to uh, the boy. Detroit Lions. Arguably, like. I think consensus, he was the best prospect in college football. He was my favorite coming into 2020. Yeah, and he went early second round to to the Lions, carry on Johnson. Um, Yeah. I don't know, because coaches Matt Patricia coming from Bill Belichick, could you see him kind of this year getting like a James White kind of? So gets like touches. uh, Catches. He'll get get passes. Yeah, like you're going to see him get like five – carries 10 at most but we'll catch more in the backfield and he's um, got hands so yeah that's yeah. a great role for him because carry on was never he didn't really do much in the through the air and uh Honest? the one the one issue i have i kind of meant i didn't really bring it up in the colts but i was thinking about it uh the lions especially notoriously uh don't give a fuck if that player is better than the starter. Because when carry yeah. on before yeah. carry on's breakout, you still had LeGarrant Blunt and whoever else out there like consistently starting over carry on, even though carry on was the much better talent. And yeah. now you've got a carry on swift situation where I I don't see that changing. Like coaches notoriously never make the move that you think they're gonna make. Yeah, I mean the only yeah another issue with that is Matt Patricia. You you've seen this issue already. Um, Carryon also has two more years on his contract. That's which the issue. is that's a big issue. If healthy, you could see this issue go into next year too. You know, because Carryon oh does have good draft capital. You know, it's not like he comes with. I think he's what third, fourth, maybe second. Um, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But he comes with real good draft. Pretty sure carry on was three. Yeah, he's he's gonna... He was drafted in the second round. Oof. So he comes with good draft capital for another two years. Like that's the only issue. Still very young. Um, so if he stays healthy, you're gonna you're gonna kind of see both of them kind of pick at each other. You're gonna see. But a, I, I think that's like a true that that's gonna be like a. I can't think of a good comp, but like oh, he, it'll be a Nick Chubb Kareem Hunt light combo. Because you got yeah, Kareem Hunt, the pass catcher. You got Swift, the pass catcher. Then you got Carrion, the bruiser. He's just he's a lot smaller. And then you yeah. know Nick Chubb, the, the bruiser. The thing is with Carrion, Carrion gets hurt every single. Well, that's year. the other thing. Like if yep, that's the thing. Carrion could definitely get hurt, and then DeAndre Swift is just phew, skyrocketing. Takes off. Just takes yeah, off. Yeah, just takes off. You know. That's they a, have no one else. Who do they have? They have Carry On. Naeem Hines. Is Theo still or no, there? No, no, what am I talking Theo's about? Theo's not there anymore. Uh, Theo Riddick. I don't think they – who do they have? No, he's gone. He's gone. Let me see here. Lions backfield. You've got depth chart. Bo Scarborough. You dingus. 
Yeah, yeah. I forgot about him, the MVP candidate, Scarborough. Nah, you got both Scarborough. <laughs> kid. Okay, as of right now, on the Detroit Lions website, Bo Scarborough's the one. Carry on's the two. <laughs> Ty Johnson is the three. Oh, I forgot about bum ass Ty Johnson. I blew my whole fab on him. <laughs> I <shoes>. remember <laughs> that. <laughs> ah, I blew my whole fab. I was like, Hold I'm on, wait. Snake they might have owner. Yeah, how that uh, how uh, how did that turn out for you, bud? Not not great. Not great, it's Ryan. So bad. Okay, I'm that Detroit must not have updated. This might have been before the draft. I don't know. Cuz it's actually they've got they've got uh DeAndre Swift as a starter, carry on as a second. Yeah. I, yeah, for sure. I I would put my money on on DeAndre Swift for sure. And I think he has he I just has that PPR value that's going to kind of bring him over mm-hmm. carry on regardless. Absolutely. I feel like Swift is a um he's a better prospect than Carry On, wasn't he? He was not even close. Like DeAndre says one of the Yeah. yeah it's yeah, he Swift was, like was the number one. He was yeah, pretty much the Yeah. Like him and Taylor, I think, were the top two coming into yep. into and I like I like Swift better personally, but uh landing spot wise, I don't know how I feel. Like DeAndre Swift is is better than like prospect wise was better than all the rookies from last year, like over Josh Jacobs, over yeah. Miles Sanders. Like he was the best out of arguably last year, this year, and the year coming up. It's like it, <laughs> wow. it was it was him and Travis Etienne. Etienne. Et, yeah, who is going back to school for another year, right? Yeah. So it's like that's the kind of quality that DeAndre just came out of college with. But that's uh that's a lot. <laughs> that's very mm-hmm. high high uh fantasy value at least shane it wouldn't surprise me if by the end of this podcast you're like hey guys look i built a, i built a treehouse or like i built a birdhouse <laughs> yeah for everybody listening like i'm sure you're hearing things in the background uh shane just keeps cutting his video and then turning it back on and muting like i don't know <laughs> like, what I, I get, he's I'm, doing i'm getting so you might have heard someone coming and yells my father-in-law he came in the house and just started yelling something so i just beat his ass, <laughs> beat his ass. <laughs> i mean i just i just like <laughs> muted myself so i keep yeah. muting myself no, it's I, keep, I got kicked out of my office no it's all good dude it's all good. you're all good man we're just trying to make sure you're uh you make sure you're still here yeah all right all we've right. got two more to get through <laughs> um let's start with baltimore oh Ooh. love this love this one jk dobbins JK. coming in behind mark ingram i mean yeah jk dobbins like I think he's in the best landing spot for his you future. Think so? Oh my god! I, I think he's just so talented, and he's in a great offense with a great coach and a great quarterback. You know? Um, yeah, leading rushing offense. Season, yeah, great for this season, back. I think he does the worst out of all the ones. Oh, we're of course. He's, he's in a committee, Ooh. technically. Well, I mean, all these guys are. That's what we're pretty much. This is the whole topic yeah. here. But 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 his committee is more talented. I, I I'm more scared of Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson than I am of Carryon because or you know, Mack or Rojo yeah. or Brown or I, yeah. I'm not really scared of those guys that much. Yeah, but Ingram, Ingram is, is a, beast. a stud. He is a beast on a potent offense that. The uh, one of the reasons why I think he yeah I agree with you Andrew he'll probably do the worst is. Mark Ingram didn't even rush that much last year. Like no. Lamar Jackson rushed more, I think. <laughs> he did. He did. Oh my god. And like Mark Ingram's he, he he came in 
in the red zone to just punch it into the end zone. And uh, right. you don't need two guys to do that, really. So I'm sure we'll see Dobbins on the field a little bit, you know, late, you know, when they're playing up in garbage time. But mm-hmm. uh, this year especially, I do not see. Yeah, like all well, these all these rookies we've talked about could definitely take over the starting role. Dobbins, definitely not this year. But in the future, fantastic spot. Well, we all, we're all, I think we're all looking to uh, Lamar Jackson as a higher regression candidate for rushing attempts. For I sure. don't think he can keep that up. I mean, of course, but like his number is so astronomically high that even if he comes down by like a hefty amount, 50%. he's still going to be up there, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah, even if it's 50%, he's still going to be a stud. <laughs> you know, like literally massive amount. Mark Ingram averaged five yards a carry. Yeah. How crazy is that? So every down he's he, rushing, right? he is getting – Every two rushes, he's getting a first down. Like that's crazy. To me. That's insane. And that's so, good. so like if you've got something that works and it works great, they're not going to yeah. let him. There's no need. There's just no reason to have a rookie get out there. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with that. And it kind of helps out Dobbins because he had tons of usage in college. Like he rushed it 300 times last season at Ohio yeah. State. Similar to Jonathan oh. Taylor, they're, they're yeah, coming. Yeah, I was in. gonna say Taylor had a lot of rushes too. Taylor Taylor came in with I think over a thousand rushes in college. Man, that was that's his biggest downfall. And then I think J.K. comes in with like eight hundred. Like that's those numbers are scary. That's a lot yeah, for a college career. You know, and they're coming in to be workhorses. Whew. Yeah, and they're they're gonna get another two thousand rushes in their career. You know. Ugh. Longevity yeah. questions. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. So that's why so I he, think it's good that he's behind Ingram. Yeah. But I think his ceiling is is I think his ceiling is just as high as anybody else in this. Oh, tor- in yeah, this moving moving past twenty twenty season, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I'm thinking I take that trade that the guy offered me, <laughs> <laughs> and we just talked you out of it. <laughs> I don't know. I did think it. I mean, it depends what you want to do with with your with your league this year. You know. Yeah, I mean. Right now, off season, a lot of our stuff is geared towards uh, dynasty, just because we yeah. that's what we're playing. And what else are you going to do in the middle of June, sense. or yep. I guess July almost? Uh, yeah, dynasty, great for the future. Redraft, Love don't it. don't touch him this year. You know, let's see where he's at in uh, redraft right now. He's wow. I'm guessing fifth, right? fifth or sixth. No, he's going in fifth the seventh. Round. Oh, wow. I'll take him there. I'll take him there. Early Glad. seventh. Guys before him, yeah, you got Akers. It's it's Kareem Hunt, Akers, Swift, Damian Williams, Geis. Swift Ronald Jones is after him. Uh, Swift is beginning of the sixth. In the nice. seventh, you've got Dobbins, Ronald Jones, Keyshawn Vaughn, Jordan Howard, Sony Michelle. I'd probably take Jordan Howard or Sony over JK this year. Yeah, sounds about right. Personally. Uh, it depends on how good your your first uh <laughs> your first yeah like, well five seventh round running backs I mean you're already picking through scraps yeah all right I was scrolling through Instagram real quick and I saw a pick your squad top or bottom oh, so I'm boy. gonna say I'm gonna say QB RB two wide receivers and a tight end so five and five yeah. pick your squad so first <sighs> squad this is what you do while uh, I'm talking you just go on Instagram no. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a squad. Ready? Right. Tom Brady, Pass. CMC, Hopkins, Julio Jones, and George Kittle. Ooh. So 
Brady, CMC, Hopkins. Oh, I picked that Julio, one. I picked that one. Or Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, Mike Thomas, OBJ, and Travis Kelsey. Ooh. Oh, the bottom for sure. That's, <laughs> oh my gosh! You just said the top. Yeah, but I didn't hear the bottom. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going bottom for sure. I mean, I think Kittle. Oh man, if you swap swap Kittle Ryan's and Kelsey. Power bottom. Hello. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one, but I think the bottom one's better. I don't yeah. fuck Brady, dude. I don't I'm not Yeah. I'm not taking I that fool anywhere. That's the deal breaker. I think it was the quarterback position, but all right. Yeah. That's that's, Patrick Mahomes that's a good is one. better than Brady. And I like Kelsey more than Kittle just for this year. For this year. I think uh, I still like Kittle. But obviously Kittle's the better prospect in Dynasty. Obviously. <clears throat> Love that you guys let me get him so cheap in our startup. I hate you. I hate you so much. You did get him for like three dollars. It right? was like seven dollars like auction oh, value yeah, to get Kittle. Really? Damn, we're fucking stupid. Yeah, you are. All right, last <laughs> no, last no. This was after his breakout year, but we learned a lot. Last committee, we got to talk about, and then we got one more quick segment before we get out of here. Clyde Edwards Hilaire coming into Kansas City. Okay, so he's being drafted in the second round. Is that too? Is, that's way too early, right? Way too fucking early. Can't way way too, too early. early. Can't I can't take him there. God no, he's going back of the second. You've got Chris Godwin at two hundred six, then you got Kelsey at two hundred eight, two hundred nine. Ceh, no way am that. I taking him there. I could never do that. No, it, even yeah. if well, it would have to. They'd have to be like, oh. Uh, we got rid of Damian Damian Williams, right? We got rid of yeah. him. He's not even here anymore. I'd be like, I okay. I don't know. I feel like he would fall in our draft. Like if if our group of friends are drafting, there's no way I think he'd he'd get picked up in the second round. I just can't see it. <sighs> he would, would around there. We all use those draft cheat sheets. Somebody He'll be up would. there. All right, that get this, true, like, get this. Clyde Edwards-Helaire drafting end of the second. Where do you think Damian Williams is? The ninth. Uh, you guys are a lot lower than I thought. He's in the sixth. <laughs> oh wow! Really? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So I, th- I think I think both of these guys will be relevant, you know, because Ch huge pass catcher. But I I think Damien's yeah. still going to get a lot of usage. Like Damien, yeah, he's world. absolutely going to get a lot of usage. Like sure, Mahomes there loves was, him, but go yeah. ahead, Chan. There was a world in which Ceh you draft him in the second round and he doesn't even play. It's like. <laughs> the fifth week because oh, absolutely. he's doing so well. Like we've seen like Damian Williams, obviously not the future in Kansas City, but this is okay, he's on a contract year. This is his last year in KC, Damian Williams. He gets the job done. Like in Kansas City, they don't it's not about the running backs. <laughs> no, no, it's about that. It's about Mahomes run. and Tyreek and uh Whoever but the thing with got there. the thing with KC and the running backs are it's like whoever goes there is good because oh, yeah. they're, because they're such a they're, they're such a threat for their passing oh, yeah. game that makes their running game amazing. Yeah, they, yeah, Deshaun, well, definitely. Damian, Kareem Hunt, I mean, Kareem Hunt, Kareem was Hunt was, and they're all studs. Um, right. Spencer Ware, yeah, all these even, guys. Yeah, before. even yeah, even when like when Kareem Hunt went down, Spencer Ware was like a top running back is, at the time. Is, you look past this season, and this is because I, I own CH in Dynasty and I like him, but I'm not like I don't love him because next year, do you think he's gonna be a workhorse ever? No. 
Not in Kansas like, City. He's tiny, dude. He's, he's very tiny. 5'6", 5'7", 5'8". 5'7". Like, he's tiny. But I don't think he can handle 200 carries. He's not. He's uh, he's tiny. He's like Singletary. Singletary's tiny, too. Yeah, so what does, like, what do they do next year? Do they bring in... They'll bring in somebody. Know, they have every every year since Kareem Hunt's left, they've been bringing in... They've been running right. a committee-esque backfield. So it's going to be fun to see what they decide to do with that. I like, uh, wait, I think he's the same size as uh, Swift and Dobbins, right? He's a little smaller than Swift, but yeah, Swift is like what five eight. Damn, uh, Dobbins is five ten. Yeah, Dobbins is good, um, but I think Ceh is like five seven. Tiny. Somebody oh. described Ceh to me as a bowling ball who can catch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was five. hilarious. <laughs> I was pretty, I was pretty high when he said that too. So I thought that was crazy. Classic. How was that whole watermelon you ate yesterday? Oh my gosh, I feel I still feel like I'm uncomfortably full. <laughs> I, I, uh, I ate a whole watermelon, not the tiny ones. I ate a big watermelon. Ate the whole thing. This is what? the side of marijuana the people don't want you to know about. <laughs> he will eat an entire watermelon in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> it took me like four hours to do, but do, I did it. Do you guys remember those anti-weed commercials from like, Yeah. I guess we were probably in like the early 2000s, mid 2000s, where it's like, uh, it's like a body sitting in a chair, but they're like, all the life went on them and they're totally flat and they're yeah. just like oh, yeah. laying in a chair like, this is what weed does. <laughs> now looking at that, I was like, that sounds fucking me. awesome. I would love to just <laughs> sink yeah. into a chair for the rest of my goddamn life. It was great. It was, it was it was telling you to do it in my opinion and now awesome now the weed commercials are, it's just gonna be like hey go eat that whole watermelon <laughs> <laughs> just go eat a whole ass watermelon rind and all, all right, let's move on right, to eat the, the, whole skin. the uh our last let's just we've got um yeah we're right we're we got about five minutes before we hit that hour mark uh we wanted to talk about a few no breakouts slash sleepers we got coming up for the 2020 season um breakouts and sleepers it's hard to kind of uh differentiate the two so they kind of just fall together andy drew andrew who you got (laughs) all right um one guy that um i'm kind of think he's gonna just break out huge like i'm saying top five potential at the rb position is miles sanders um his big his big thing was he's in a RBBC, you know. I remember Running I bought a committee. I bought really a big black cock. That's <laughs> it. I bought him. Um, I took a risk in our dynasty league when I bought him. Um, before we found out, before the draft and all that, um, I kind of took that risk and was like, you know what, you know, I think he's going to get that backfield, and he ended up. They end up not drafting anybody, not getting anybody on um, the free which could still change. I could be completely fucking Absolutely. wrong. Absolutely, Devonte Freeman's still out there. Exactly, they could wait the week before the season starts and be like, "Let's bring in Freeman." His stock goes down. But I think this season, if he has a bad, yeah. I think he, being a great pass catcher that he is, I think he could be a top five and a complete breakout for this uh, season. I'm gonna. The say, only thing is, go ahead. I was going to say, the thing is, it's the historic thing of, you know, the coach always using yep. a committee, no matter how good, how good the running back is. I, I, I don't know. 
that's I, I don't know. exactly how I feel, Shane. Like I agree with you, Drew. Uh, if yeah. if Sanders is the only guy back there, sky's the limit. But when it comes to the like the Eagles, especially man, it's been a long time since they haven't done a committee. Yeah, it's a lot of and it's and it's a lot of it's Doug Peterson, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's who it is. But before the Eagles, he didn't have a committee in Kansas City. Um, he was an offensive coordinator for them. Uh, so it's just like, but yeah, recently for sure. And you saw last season, like letting Jordan Howard play. And it's just like, as soon as he, uh, let Miles Sanders play at the end of the season, he killed it. Like he last five or six, uh, weeks. He was a, he was a top five RB. Yeah, he was, he was a he stud. Was, he was on um, fire. I'm with you, Andrew. I'm big on him. I like him a lot. I don't think they're going to add anybody. And if they do. I don't see well, see, that's the thing. They don't necessarily really need to add anybody is. to uh, to have an effect into his workload. Like they have, who do they have there right now? Boston Scott, Corey Clement, Boston Come Scott, on. Corey Clement, Corey Boston Clement. Scott. Come on, Darren Sproles right. is he still around? <laughs> What's he doing? He is. He he he. He's like a cheerleader. See, I think point. was it? It wasn't I, last year. It was two years ago. The Eagles. They. <laughs> They had like seven running backs in rotation. Like you'd never know who it was each week, and yeah. they did fine. So super. You guys small... Remember Josh Adams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so from a super, from a super small sample size, the last four games, Boston Scott was like a top ten RB, <laughs> and he was used this, and so was Miles Sanders. That's like, wow. Were, that's interesting. They were both like the last game of the season. Obviously, week seventeen doesn't always matter. Boston Scott scored almost forty fantasy points but Jeez. those last four weeks he did he are, did pretty are you well fucking kidding me i didn't even look know at, that look at his last <laughs> yeah hold on i gotta pull this up <laughs> last four weeks, oh, yeah i gotta look at that yeah he scored 25 week 14 12 and a half 15 holy shit so those last four weeks he scored ended up 35 being... points in week 17 he didn't yeah, even have a touchdown oh wait, yes he did three touchdowns Three touchdowns through the air too. Oh no, that was rushing. But you, but you also in those last four weeks, you also saw him get used in the passing game too. So it's like they could be running with both of them. Like he might be the RBBC with Miles Sanders. There's a possibility. You're bringing up something I didn't even remember about Boston Scott, man. That's wow. This actually changes a lot for me. The fact that Boston Scott yeah. is still there, dude. Why did you just bring this up? You just made the opposite you of your yourself, case. <laughs> No, I mean, I, 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 but I still think that um, Miles Sanders will get the big, the big bulk. Wow, big bulk. I was not ready to see these Boston Scott numbers. That is astounding to me. I mean, he yeah. had let's see, he had ten attempts, six attempts, three attempts, nineteen attempts in the last four weeks. Uh, well, yeah, he had a lot through the air here. Six targets, Sheesh. six six targets a game. Looks like he in the last four games he had. 25 targets and he only dropped one that's uh wow i'm gonna have to keep an eye on boston scott who's got boston scott andrew's got boston scott you dirty dog damn it andrew (laughs) (laughs) you think this might be like a good uh flex like he could be like uh like how uh, tevin coleman used to be or he might be a guy you pick up after week one you don't draft him remember uh mark ingram camaro you think he could be like no, not they're not. That. That's yeah. not. But, they're not. No, there. not as good. But something like that. Looks like you know, Boston like Scott is being good. drafted in the twelfth round, behind guys yeah. Justin twelfth Jackson, round. Antonio Gibson, Chase Edmonds, Boston Scott, Naeem Hines. 
that's uh, pretty much the end of the list there, but yeah. All right, we've got uh, Shane. You want to do uh, your breakout sleeper, whoever? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me get off this Boston Scott page here real quick. <laughs> let, me, let me close my jaw real quick because uh, <laughs> no, nah, this gonna sound like a little bit of a, a Homer pick, and uh, I alluded to it a little earlier. And I was saying how bad Mason was, um, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, my guy's Deontay Johnson. I know Steelers, whatever, but. I mean, look at his rookie numbers. For being with that bad of quarterback play and still, you know, having a few good games in there, uh, I think when they get their actual Hall of Famer quarterback back. <laughs> um, large Benjamin. I think, it's, I think he's going to be a large Benjamin, of course. I think he's going to be a stud. No, I, uh, I, mean, I, 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 Deontay Johnson is a name that's been floating around there a lot for like breakouts this year. Yeah. Which I mm-hmm. sure I agree with it. I think a lot of his success did come with the fact that he was with uh, Duck Hodges or Mason Rudolph. Who was it? Duck, uh, I think they were college buddies or something. Duck Hodges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean, Large Benjamin's got that rapport with Juju, but he knows how to spread the ball around. I don't see it being a problem. That uh, I, I Deontay Johnson is definitely a breakout candidate. I like that one. Yeah. And it I'm seems saying. like the Steelers just they produce good fantasy players. Like doesn't matter. Yeah, well, that is true. <laughs> good, good wide receivers. It uh, helps that you have a good quarterback. I mean, that well, yeah, you've got a future Hall of Fame so QB. I was watching. I'm sorry, Andrew. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was going to just give you some trivia. Where did Where did Deontay go to college? Ah, uh, damn it! I know he went to college. Uh, I know this one. Uh, I guess I don't know it. Toledo. Toledo. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Uh, it's the first time I ever got the answer right. Yeah, Where the fuck is Toledo, to man? Uh, Iowa? I don't know. Where is Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Kansas. Oklahoma. One of those? I thought it was Ohio. So where is Toledo? I was oh. actually, I was like, oh, is it? Okay, I was watching uh, his tape, a little bit of tape on uh, Deontay. Ohio. And this motherfucker was wide open so many times, but terrible Mason Rudolph or terrible <laughs> Duck Hodges just kept like, I don't know. Just like throwing it into nothing, throwing the ball into like the stands. It's like he was wide open. I think if he got hit <laughs> a lot more often, because I know what you, you guys It is say, in Ohio, like, oh, you he's fucks. Back up. Yeah, Toledo's in Ohio. You guys are all gaslighting <laughs> me. Go ahead. <laughs> Ohio has three big cities. It has Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Toledo. What, Columbus? Columbus. Columbus isn't a big city, though. Ohio, Ohio State's there. That's yeah, probably, so that's why it's big. That's I mean, the best that's city in Ohio in Cincinnati. It's not Cleveland. I'll tell you that Cleveland's terrible. I'm sorry if you. Live Ohio's in pretty bad, just across the Ohio board. Ohio sucks. My family's from there. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, he's allowed <laughs> to say that. I'm allowed <laughs> to say that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like I said, I think if he had a lot more competent quarterback play, I think he would have been. I think we would have been talking about him, not with like AJ Brown, but I think we've been talking to maybe with like Debo. You know, guys who were like pretty good, but didn't take that step, you know, like that big step forward. You know yeah, I mean? no, I agree. It looks like as of right now, um, ADP wise, Debo's still going ahead of him. He's going at wow. the beginning of the eighth. Deontay Johnson is. That's I would crazy. Take, I would take I would take Debo before him. Not gonna lie, man. Really? I'd probably take Deontay. Debo's gonna be out for like, especially with the injury. News. Redraft, dude. Redraft. He's gonna be out for like two to six weeks or something, right? Um, I think I think they're saying yeah, like one or two weeks. 
Yeah. It it's still early as hell. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, he said he's gonna be. He said he's gonna be good before the season even starts. So. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he would... can say all he wants. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Deontay Johnson's a good one. Shane, you said you had one more. You just wanted to mention. Yeah, I was gonna mention uh, Anthony Miller. I know it's a guy I've been pretty vocal about the last like couple years. I just think he's a you know, especially because Mitch was so bad. We talked about like he's like Andrew. You said he's like the quietest ninety catch guy or nine. Yeah. What was it? Ninety yeah. target. <clears throat> he was a stud. I mean, okay, all all things considered, obviously Mitch wasn't great. Let's just call it out. But I don't think he's gonna be the starter. I don't think he he might not be a starter, but I think he finishes the year as a starter. And I think Nick Foles is a lot better than Mitch. Yep, I think so too. And yeah. I think he's he's a pocket passer. So I just yeah. think that um arab is always going to get the best coverage and then of course miller's young fast like you could see him i think we break 100 targets this season to be honest well i mean you look at his numbers from last year and keep in mind this was with mitch trubisky but from a week 11 to his injury and like uh he didn't really did he injured 615 because they like really cuts off he He had some injuries for sure yeah he was coming off an injury from 2018 he had 11, 13, 23, 13, 26. That is really, really good. I know it's a small sample. But yeah. That's when he started getting his actual targets. When you give him targets, he catches almost everything you throw at him. Yeah. Like, he, he only had, like, a few drops. Yep. Completely. I mean, that is a pretty – that's, like, half the season that he – Yeah. Had, like, almost 10 targets a game. Like, that's that's good. Yeah, he had, he had over 10 a few times. He had uh, 11, 13, and 15. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah Miller, Miller's definitely good. a good sleeper slash breakout. I would say I think with if, the caveat that Nick Foles has to be QB. Well, I think even if Mitch is the quarterback, I think he's still going to be okay. I don't think he's going to be as good as he could be, but I don't think he's going to be bad. I think he's still going to be better than – what is ADP? His ADP has to be like what? Uh, seventh, it's gotta be like seventh, eighth, right? He's going Probably. in the eleventh. What? See, he has the opportunity. I think he can finish a top twenty, nah, top twenty-five guy. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, uh, I think, I, really I think, think he's a... it's hard to say that. I mean, do you think the Bears' offense can provide of for Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller to have that good of, of fantasy finishes? Of course. You ain't been watching the Bears long enough, my man. They're a lot better than people give them credit for. It's hard to be a fan of a team that has hurt you so many times. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let me. We're hearing you, Browns fans. Let me. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Browns fans. My my breakout. I have a breakout and a sleeper, too. My breakout this year is TJ Hawkinson tight end in Detroit. I was a huge fan of his last year, like in the rookie draft and everything. I wanted him, ended up getting him finally, but uh, he, he had that, you know, breakout week Uh, one performance uh, and then uh, was, I would say mediocre the rest of the season. But a lot of that is the fact that, well, yeah, he was dropping TDs left and right. I think he dropped like four or five touchdowns that would have made him, he ended as what do we see here? He has the tight end. He was outside the top ten, was he? No, I think he was like um, like eleven. Yeah, 
was it was like 11 right he finished as the tight end oh boy no he, he was injured. he got injured too was, yeah that's he true got, he's put in the ir um I'm going what tight end 30 oh he wow, was i can't long. even see on here no he was in the 20s but uh he with was, injury he's he got tight end 31 oh, okay He's coming back healthy. He should have those rookie shakes off because you could. There were a lot of games last year where you're like, "Yep, that is a rookie." Yeah, Ryan, did you see his his most recent uh, thing on sleeper? It says he is not a hundred percent yet. I have not seen that, so maybe he's not entirely healthy. Sorry, because he had like June. an ankle. Yeah, he had an ankle injury, so he, oh, yeah, be he fine. was the tight end thirty-one. Now I see it. But I completely agree with you, man. I think I think he's gonna have a much better season. I think if healthy, uh, Matt Stafford also yeah, have a great if season. Sta- think, Stafford healthy, Hawkinson healthy, it's a good combo a lot right of there. Are saying that the Lions could be like a sneaky, like sneaky good team. They could be success. Yeah, that they could be successful. Yeah. I don't know shit about their defense to be honest with you, but <laughs> like just looking at their offense, like it's not bad. They just—they're kind of like the Eagles of the Midwest. They gotta stay healthy. Like, could you see them being better than the Bears? No. Oh yeah. Okay. How do you rank? How do you rank? How do you rank that division? Division? I think right now it's such a toss-up. Boy, it's toss-up. I mean, we talked about this a lot last year. How like the NFC North was like one of the like the better ones, toughest, yeah, most exciting divisions at least. I would say Definitely. if I had to give you a ranking right now of the NFC North, you've got Packers one, Bears two. I can see the Lions. I can see the Vikings yeah. coming in last. I don't I even know where I would go with this team. I, with yeah. this division, like I could, I could see the Bears being number one, but I could, I'll see them being number four. Yeah, like I could. Their see. offense, their offense could be shit. Like it's simple as that. It's you know? yeah, it's a tough one. I know like the ESPN experts, whatever, faded the Bears saying they're gonna be like a three win team or whatever this year. But well, yeah, everyone everyone's saying the Bears would be the worst in the NFC. There's no way. No way. Yeah, no. With that, no with that offense, I just can't see it. No. Or with that defense, sorry. Yeah, that's that's wait, they mean offense or they mean all team altogether. I don't see it either way. I'm just curious. I think with just just, just overall. As a team in general. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't see how they could be the the worst team in the no, because the worst team is always the Lions. No matter what, the Lions always have that. Or the division. It, yeah, in that division, the Lions. Sure, they've before. always got that upside, but then it always never works out. Never. Uh, yeah, and then the last guy I wanted to just give a quick mention to is friend of the pod, Justin Jackson. Uh, Yay! You know yeah, that guy. We saw Austin Eckler's there as the one. So. Last year was most. Yeah. It was like Melvin Gordon, great political follower, Eckler, though. great on Twitter, great follow. Uh, <laughs> last year we saw the Eckler breakout, and Justin Jackson was there, and then we saw Melvin Gordon come back, and Justin Jackson kind of got bumped down to the three again. But if it's just the Eckler show, like that leaves a lot of room for Justin Jackson to improve. Yeah. I think he's a sneaky one this year. Let's see if he's being drafted at all. Because before, I know last year he wasn't being drafted at all. Justin Jackson is being drafted in the 11th. Okay. Right around where Anthony Miller was. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that sounds about right. I think I think he does. If he gets the backfield with Eckler, I think he's going to be very successful. And he's going to be out that ADP. I think he's going to be better than the round 11 kind of player. But I could also see them just like going back and forth. Joshua Kelly, the guy they just drafted, which mm, kind of makes me a little skeptical. True. But I would say Jackson's less of a sleeper, more of a high upside oh, yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you saw what he did to Steelers. Yeah. Steelers. <laughs> I mean, he ran all over him. Yeah. Yeah. If, if if he gets if he gets that backfield, not that he's a league winner, but yeah. he's gonna get like 15 carries a game. Yeah, he and he had he uh, injuries last year. You yeah. think he could push out uh, Eckler a little bit? You think he could uh, take a pretty big chunk? Of uh, Eckler's work, I, would I don't say think Eckler's a workhorse in any sense. But I agree. But also, Eckler gets his uh, he gets his through the air. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and Eckler just got paid, so Eckler's gonna be fine. I, I yeah, Justin Jackson. I think he's sneaky this year. An 11th round pick with that much upside, I'm fine with it. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. I agree with that too. Yes, sir. Well, boys. That's about it. We're uh, we're going long here. We're gonna come back and get some more though coming up soon. I mean, I'm sure. I feel we can, like I like gonna, the monthly schedule. We're at is good Andrew. for off season. Maybe we can Once start ramping month? it up as we start yeah. getting closer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that too. I think I think we should start doing some rankings pods and. Yeah, I love doing podcasts, but also the thought of doing a podcast makes me want to die. Every time it's about time to record, I'm just like, I don't want to do this. It's not that bad. Damn, right? I have a low threshold for... uh, I know. Chill out, dude. It was a lot more fun when we were in person, obviously. Yeah, the the quarantine, because I got to set up all the technical shit that I still barely know what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) We're doing great, though. You know damn well we're not going to help you. Yeah, (laughs) I'd like to see you try. I don't even know what the hell your stuff even is. Yeah. It's all I'm good. Like the worst, I'm like the worst of technology, so. I'm the second worst, so. He doesn't even know how to download apps on his phone. <laughs> Literally. Follow us on Twitter at DumbassFantasy, Instagram DumbassFantasy. Hit our email, DumbassFantasy at gmail.com if you want to uh, call us out for uh, supporting black lives. That's where you can find us. Uh, hey, hit, hit me up. Hit me up. PSN. Yeah. Big Daddy Pound. Follow us. Get us, <laughs> us on PlayStation. Let's play COD. <laughs> D-I-G-D-A-D-D-I-P-O-U-N-D That is Shane's PlayStation. Play some COD, baby. Hit him up. Uh, and if you if he add, if you add him, then I'll just add you from his friends list. Yeah, I'm, I'm the <laughs> guinea pig. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, any last words? Are we good to go? Let's see it. Uh, we're, good. we're good, man. All right. It's been the no, Dumbass I'm, Fantasy I'm Football good. Podcast. We'll see you uh, when we see you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dumbass Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to email us any questions or comments to dumbassfantasy at gmail.com.